tuning in to the online broadcast network, AfterBuzz TV. Over 20 million weekly downloads from over 200 countries and your number one source in after-show entertainment. AfterBuzz TV, the destination for TV superfans. Producing aftershows for over 300 of your favorite TV shows. Interviewing celebrities and showrunners. And bringing you behind-the-scenes exclusives. All thanks to E! Entertainment's Maria Menounos, producer Kevin Undergaro, and internet leader Akamai. Now, let the buzz begin! Under normal circumstances, internet, you wouldn't even... Think us sexy. Do you hear the music? I hear the music. I hear it. It's beautiful. Shuttle. Oh, yeah. Tonight, we don't need this stuff, but we'll have it. Because got- it makes you more attractive. Not because it makes us more attractive. That camera looks pretty gorgeous. I don't know about you. Welcome to the, mm, ep- gorgeous. the Epic Meal Empire After Show. Uh, we're going to be talking about episodes 5 and 6. That's 24-Hour Fatness and Poutine on the Ritz. Uh, Who better to cover these two episodes than me? Exactly. No, actually, legitimately. Over. Legitimately. Um, I'm the Internet Soapbox Mark Donica, and joining me as always is uh, Championship Wrestling from Hollywood's Heritage Champion, True Hobo. Yep, that's me. Just another man on the street who can beat up other men and really gets paid quite handsomely for it. He likes touching men. That's uh, that's ultimately. With my fist, though. Not yeah. with my fingers. Yeah. That's this makes it weird. This makes it acceptable Less in weird. our culture. Less weird. Yes. Uh, so the, he was right. Hobo's right. These two episodes, I can't think. Aside from the epic mealtime guys themselves, I can't think of anybody else better to talk about these episodes with. The first episode. We wish we could have them on, but I'll do. Working on it. Yep. Yeah, you'll do. Twenty-four uh, hour fatness. Uh, we. W- We'll get into it. Let's get into it. The, <laughs> we like, should get into it. It's kind of why we're here. Explaining the, the ether of why this all makes sense instead of just talking about it, which is why we're here. Uh, the show starts, as it always does, with a an epic meal that they've brought over from their internet days. And today's was the bakery burger combo. That is, it's, it's, it's insane. Oh, yeah. No, they made this with uh, Gabriel Iglesias on the, on the interweb. Kind of felt a little nauseous looking at this one. It was just a giant burger. I, it was cake. It was a giant cake. I don't know if it looks like a lot of cake to me. That's a five-layer like, cake. I like pie. I like a little bit more than I like cake. I like pie. But, I mean, I really, I appreciate how much cake. I mean, for scale, this thing was... Well, a foot and a half tall. Uh, 80 pounds, did they say 80, it was? 80 pounds. Yeah, 80 pound cake. They made uh, churros for french fries. Yep. And uh, the Harley made sure to cut open one of the bags. Oh, Test yeah. Test it. Pure cocoa. Pure, Absolutely pure, pure cocoa. Absolutely. I'm glad I'm glad he also had like a, a little uh, stiletto to stick in there, too. It was, yeah. It's not a knife that you see very often unless no, it's coming at it's you. No, it's a switchblade. Oh, was, was good. Uh, While they're enjoying their cake, we find out that their client for this week is for a bodybuilding competition. Well, not necessarily a bodybuilding competition, but like a... Is that no, what, no, is no. That what it's, it's, con- it's a natural bodybuilding competition. These guys don't use any anything that is considered illegal. No steroids? No steroids. So these half men, what, what, what will we be making for these... For these half men. They're not half men. They're whole men, but they they don't do like the the ridiculous stuff. I, I can I can appreciate these guys more than the other guys who are looking like some sort of freak science experiment. Until we meet them, uh, we find <laughs> out that uh, they're going to be making them a cheat their cheat day meal. They're they're working up towards this big competition, so they don't eat very much. They don't have a lot of uh, carbs. They stick to very basic types of foods. And and so it's uh, going to be the most basic 
chicken, chicken breast, and, and that's, that's it. it. And yep. water. And water. Yeah. And, yep, that's it. What, no more. <laughs> what do you, so let's go into why you're here. So before a match, how how do you prepare yourself meal-wise? I have a beer. Is that? Well, I mean, and whatever I can get my hands on. So you, as essentially, whatever you can to energize yourself while not going too much. Kind of. I mean, it's like right before a match. Are we talking like night before? Well, night before, eat what you can, uh, and then day up. I mean, you can kind of do carbo loading the night before, because you may be running a marathon, depending on how long your your match is gonna go. Uh, but the day of, you need you need that quick burst of uh, of sugar right as you hit the curtain because you're about to burn off a whole lot of energy, so your body's got to metabolize something as quick as it possibly can. That's why you need the sugar. Now, I've had a match where I've gone out, and about halfway through the match, I, I hit a wall because I didn't eat. And, uh, and it, everybody just went... You, you kind of, like, fell off about halfway through, and I went, I just got really hungry. <laughs> so you've got to eat. You've got to eat no matter but what. But that's for a physical contest. That's right. not for something like this where you're just essentially kind of showing your body. That's up. the difference between those guys and us. They're meant to look good. We're meant to do something more. Yeah, that's and why they I respect what they do, but I respect what we do just a little bit more. Well, this, this one, the only thing that they do with their muscles is look at me. So It's the flex, flex, pose, flex, which is hard. If you ever try to just hold a no, pose hold and it. flex as hard as you can, it's challenging. Mm-hmm. No. But uh, I'm here to be an athlete and not a statue. The, Harley meets up with uh, the, the guys. I think it was uh, Alan and Drew. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, or yeah, it's, it's, right. yeah. And um, he just starts watching them lifting weights. Is it weird having a man watch you? <laughs> that should be normal for them. They want to be watched. Yeah, and they they talk. They like so. What? Why do you guys work out? When did you guys start working out? Was the big question. And they were like, you know, right out uh, high school, right out of high school. Um, you know, I like being the the first person to take their shirt off at the beach and the last person to take it off. Oh, great! You know, it's all about guy. it's all about the ladies. You know, the ladies really appreciate that sort of thing, and. It's just, it's just, uh. his his comeback was great. If I wanted more ladies, I'd just learn better jokes. Yeah, <laughs> that's and it. That's it right there. Personality or good looks. Yeah, you, you can't always have both, but some people, some people do. Well, you have an extra third bonus. You also have smell. So they decide that they're going to make a a post show meal so that they can do the show. They and they don't have any sort of restrictions because they haven't had any carbs. I mean, oh. Is, is life really worth it restricting yourself? Now, I can understand not having carbs because carbs, you really start to get lean. One point in time, I was pretty lean-looking individual because I, I tried to cut out carbs as much as I can. But for a guy who literally eats out of the garbage, that can be a challenge. Because yeah, you, if you can't don't be eat picky. carbs. You don't eat anything at all. Yeah, you can't be um, picky with stuff like that. But it can, it's, 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 is it worth it? I think that's the question. Every person has to ask themselves when their diet comes into question, is it worth it cutting out everything that tastes so good? And for these guys, the answer is yes. For a lot of people, the answer is no, and that's why they don't do this crap. Yeah, for the Epic Mealtime guys, it's it's not. And and they, they offer Harley, like, hey, do you want to you wanna lift some weights with us? And, and Harley says, I... I just give me an excuse to wear one of those ridiculous, ridiculous tank tops and I'll be there. I always wonder. And what? just... What is the point of those tank tops? To, just to be like, ooh, look! I like it's, it's a it's spaghetti. It barely barely covers the nipple. Spaghetti strap down to here, 
And then not a whole lot else. But then you don't <laughs> you don't see the uh, the stomach area where there, which is where a lot of the the work like the core is happening yeah. coming from. So you just see like the definition as opposed to the actually uh, it's a lot of the size and not the definition exactly. because it's the building the shoulders and it tapers at the waist to draw draw it in right here. So you look like you're sort of overflowing from the top. Um, but it's, it's it does it doesn't even qualify as a sweat rag. It can't even <laughs> absorb moisture for crying out loud. Just put a shirt on. Well, Harley pulled it off. He, he ripped did. off his Epic Mealtime shirt. He's probably got a million of them at home. Hulk Hogan style. Yeah, you ain't going to do that. You're no. Like, you can't afford don't. another one of those, and it's your own dang shirt. This is the original. That's the first one? I wouldn't, yeah, I wouldn't even do that. Oh, that's gross. It's barely holding up as it is. Yeah. <laughs> looking at it, it's, it's paper. Kind of crinkly it's, right now. It's gross. <laughs> um, uh, Harley starts working out. The guys start like, oh, that's good. You're lifting weight. Don't look at me. <laughs> I'm fairly, Don't talk to me. I'm kind of impressed, actually, for a guy who sort of goes out of his way to say he doesn't work out. He was, he was doing, what, 50-pound dumbbells? Something like that. That's, that's pretty good, actually. It's like you guys look up to the clouds, or do you, do you, mean, <laughs> do you, look, do you look mean? And he looked at, his, at himself right in, the, right in the mirror, just... And it's really intimidating. Yeah. <laughs> that's what you gotta do. It's self-hatred. That's what molds these men into something else. It's self-hatred. He does a tire flip. And then he's like, oh, Harley, you good? And then he just runs right to the mirror and just, like, flushes <laughs> and mean mugs at him. He's like, do you guys do this? I'd ever psych yourself up. You ever do this? He's like, yeah, kind of. All right, I'll see you guys later. <laughs> he's making fun of them, but honestly, they, they do do that. That's the thing is, you, they got a couple of shots of guys actually doing that. So this whole this whole segment was like, wow, guys who bodybuilders are, at least these bodybuilders aren't necessarily all there. But... They have to have a sense of humor about themselves in order to be here, and I find that respectable. They put themselves in the spotlight in a comedic sense. Yeah. They're sort of the butt of the joke. I think they know it. I don't think they can avoid it. And uh, they they were still putting themselves out there. You got to respect that. I do. We're back at the we're back at the center, the center, the, the bacon center uh, uh, for the idea sesh. What, what do they like? They like uh, working out, bro, bro. They like tank tops. They bro. like uh, they like girls, bro. And uh, they decide, I mean, they're going to make everything weightlifting themed. They're going to have a lot of different types of dumbbells, barbells, with different weights represented by different foods. That's, yeah. The the weight rack, they're going to have a, a rack of ribs. <laughs> they, anything that they could use the rack of ribs for, they do. Because it's quick and it's easy. You put it in the oven, you let right. it go. You it's put, a solid. You just cook it, and there it is. Yeah, like the big chunks of meat that they do every now and again. Right. Now, as opposed, uh, this, this one was a real big assembly piece. Uh, yeah, it was it took a it took a lot to make this whole thing come together because of all the individual pieces that were involved to to finally create what was uh, featured on that stage. Yeah, and and they they kind of settle on that pretty quick. They they before going into it though, Josh comes up and reveals that the like reveals like it's super dramatic. He tells the guys that there is a bacon spread. From Germany, called Griebenschmals. Did I get that right? I got that right. And it's just, it's just, it's bacon spread. It looks like bacon jam. And which is it's uh, <laughs> hard to really conceive of a of a long lasting meat based product at all. No, it's I you can't. sort of think of meat jelly. You think of English food. Things yeah. that last a long time have terrible taste and are completely unappetizing. Well, it, it, close enough. It's from Europe. Yeah. Uh, they, they all taste it. They decide it tastes pretty terrible. But Harley's reaction to just the idea was, we're effed! 
The Germans made a bacon, made a bacon face. That's it. Game over. We have to do it better. Absolutely. It's not always about who does it first. It's about who does it best. And with a name like Morenstein, you can't let the Germans win. No, you can't. Um, they they make a couple of a couple of styles. They make it kind of ch- like fruity and chunky. Um, the the one that they gave Dave a t- taste test. They uh, blindfolded. They, they uh, what do they call it? They black bagged him. Yes. But they couldn't find a black bag, so they just blindfolded him. And uh, he, shirt. <laughs> he ended up liking the the more creamy with with uh, like a bit of a whiskey taste to it. Yeah. And would you be willing to try something like that with oh. their with their like oh, yeah. seal of approval? With their stamp of approval on it. Most certainly, I would. Especially if it's got whiskey involved and bacon. I think this is actually something you can market quite easily, and uh, you'd probably get a pretty good reaction from it. I figure that they must be trying. Right. Yeah, they... They'd they, be silly not to. Hmm. They, yeah. I mean, the, the whole idea is, we got... We did this better. We're going to be millionaires. Right. This is great. If they want to be a business, they got to think outside the box. They have to create their own food. Maybe they should have a, a whole epic meal series of epic frozen meals you oh, can just eat. Oh, that'd be too easy. Why not? Well, I, mean, I mean, easy and hard, because a lot of their stuff is that fresh... Greasy, like you can't really do that with with frozen food. And a lot of it's ap- appearance, a lot of appearance based yeah. things, like stuff that they tack on to other things, like the like the car, like 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 even on this one, they just they covered a a, a weight rack with with bacon, they covered a, a a bench with pancakes, like yeah, it's it's about the look, um, the salami, the uh, <laughs> barbell, <laughs> nuts. Um, they start. For, forging everything, pulling it together, the 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 salami bar, um, but they realize they haven't made any pizzas, right? Which is one of the integral parts of the of the piece. Absolutely, all all real weights are circular. Of course, you're going to need pizzas to supplement his weights. Yeah, that's the biggest. That's the biggest thing you could probably get. Of course. <laughs> freaking out it's, it's simple it's so simple it's, it's stupid it's math it's brilliant it's pretty stupid the uh, pie around what pie around okay. pizza pie around it's yeah. math yeah pie r squared pie thank you for doing the back the backside joke you're welcome thank you <laughs> i'm not above, uh, i'm not above the backside so harley calls dave to call and get pizza and and they show up with a bunch of uh, um little caesar so, uh, seemingly, because those are quick and easy, five bucks right, a pop. Right, you can go pick those up, no problem. Sponsor, and uh, they start they start uh, assembling everything. They make it. They they uh, they wish the guys good luck backstage when they show up for the event. And Natalie buying into the stereotypes, like, can I touch your abs? Ah, uh, yes. And and Harley's like, I've wanted to touch many people that I've helped with this, on this show. I figured I'd let her. If if everybody yeah. if everybody on the crew wanted to touch somebody, we'd be in, we probably wouldn't be around anymore. So I let Natalie. Touch, touch the guy. But I mean, you can. But you put can a big let, smile on his face. He's like, yeah, yeah, girls touching my body. Right, bro. you can let the pretty girl touch the guys that want to be touched by the pretty girls because that's just a circle of life. Yeah, that's nature. Yeah, that's yeah. yeah. That's the antelope and the and the the, the, the lion. If the lion was super jacked, <laughs> I want to say super jacked. Me too, man. Make it happen, Photoshop. Uh, uh, <laughs> <rah>! <laughs> Killing me, Smalls. Uh, they watch the competition, and it's just madness. It's bedlam. There's bodies flying everywhere. Uh, but the uh, <laughs> kind of show was this? I didn't see any. I mean, but they were 
They were doing their thing. Yeah, but it looked like the, all of the stretching they were doing, they could have fl- flown away at any moment. <laughs> at any Maybe. moment. Just whoa. Or just like snapped like a rubber band and just boom. Yeah, just bing, boom, bing, boom, boom. Uh, Harley comes out and introduces the meal. Makes a lot of good humor because he's a man. He knows, right. He knows how to, uh, well, he's the man. He knows how to, how to talk to a crowd. Very good guy. And they just open up, open it up. The guys kind of go crazy. And one dude just swan dives. <laughs> like, slides oh! like some sort of penguin. <laughs> it was, yeah. Uh, Amir had a flank steak weight belt that oh. they didn't they didn't talk about, but he just had it draped over him and like hooked on. Uh, <laughs> the, they had uh, donuts, bagels, burgers, uh, pizzas, and there was another one in between. Total, uh, what would it have been? Uh, circular food, circular. Right, uh, think like a like a loaf of bread, maybe. No, it's bagels, maybe. bagels, a loaf right. of bread, just into but a just circle. Just like a bigger. Bigger loaf, but not as big as a pizza, and like it was just ascending order. Everybody was just lifting and biting and lifting and biting, and it was just weird and kind of gross. Reminded me of the Nutty Professor a little bit, a little bit. And yeah. the uh, they the guys talked about how this moment was scarier than uh, back in Taterbot with the kids because the kids were scary because they all ran and tore this guy apart. But you've got muscle bound grown men all running at you like. Claws ablazing. Men who have been deprived of any sort of luxury food, like any sort of flavor, and now it's right in front of them, and literally they just finished what the whole buildup was about. And they're like a grenade without a pin. With that food in front of them, they are going to explode, and they tore it apart. <laughs> I also liked the uh, the other barbell that they had was grilled cheeses. <laughs> with a ham on either side, it's like you can actually get pretty good lift of that if you're if you're not right. too far along. I mean, hams aren't exactly the uh, you know lightest of the meats. They're solid. What is the lightest of the meats? Meat. I'd say like a like a chuck steak, like a real thin steak, be right. a light meat. Like a like a steak you'd get with like a steak and eggs in the morning, just well, like yeah. real thin. Well, I mean, not that's it's got a little bit more meat on. I'm talking <laughs> like a like a. Oh man! Like a thin slice, like maybe roast beef, but not like not a deli meat, but something a little bigger than that. So before you get too hungry, um, Harley brings the their bacon spread and asks the guys if he can rub it on their bodies, and he just just like like they just spread it on. This is uh, this is a type of pornography. I'm almost certain. Almost positive that we aren't allowed to show this on television. Now they've hoodwinked the FCC. Eh, it's close enough. Yeah. The the show ends with a uh, everybody just kind of enjoying the meal. And and we get reminded again that they donate to the LA Food Bank. I don't think there was anything left to donate after this. Well, no, like they they donate uh uh money and and yeah, they 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 get they've been getting good feedback from that. And uh speaking of feedback, um we love hearing from you. Like, Hobo and I, especially, we, we are on the comments of all of the after shows we're on. So this one, NXT, um, I'm on Ruby. He's, you are on, uh, what, the, the Tim Gunn one, Under the Gun. Uh, like, uh, yeah, Under the Gun, which yeah. I think is just, uh, something else. Now Either way, we, we like being a part of the community with you and, and joining you in, in a discussion. And, um, we, we have a survey, a listener survey on podcast1.com. Um, your responses, uh, they'll, they'll help make the show better like all shows like ours um 
like we're we're new. We're still kind of fresh on this one, we and we're uh, we're still kind of getting our legs. So any input that you have uh, would help us tremendously. So if you go to podcastone.com, you can tell us how you really feel. You don't have to be nice to us because we're not, we, we don't. Although mo- we don't necessarily expect you to, because you're you're fairly brutal as it is, and we kind of like you that way. Yeah, be be honest. Just be super upfront. Any input that you have will help us only get better and help this community get even stronger. This this bacon community. So. Take the survey at podcastone.com. One more time, that's podcastone.com. And uh, keep the tweets and comments coming. We're going to respond to them no matter what. We're here. We're we're here and we're going to comment. I went almost went with a different line. Right. But I didn't. We're here and we're... And we're here and we're poutine. Clearly spoken. For... <laughs> I got weird. Episode six. <laughs> Let's, this was a total departure. Well, not a total departure. This was kind of a departure from the Epic Mealtime style. Oh, I mean, it was still it was a very, very visual episode. The, yes, and they're all about making that look just pop. Yes. Which, right. They want what? everything they do to be eye-catching. It's part of why they were such a big success on YouTube. Mm-hmm. Because everything they did was, was captivating. Absolutely captivating. And in this episode, Poutine on the Ritz... Oh! They uh, they started out before we get to the main the main meat of the of the episode. That was a food pun, and they make breakfast egg rolls. They've got ham steaks. They've got a regular steaks, they've sausage, bacon, eggs. Every damn thing you could have pam, for breakfast. Pancakes, waffles, and they they say try this at home if you've got a giant deep fryer in your kitchen. Sure, give it a shot. Uh, Why not? Actually, I'll tell you, a lot of people do for Thanksgiving. They oh crack yeah, they fresh fire turkey. Boy, for the for the turkey, you can do the same thing. This is a little smaller than a turkey. You can do a couple of these egg rolls at a time instead of a single turkey, but make, don't burn your house down. No, make your Thanksgiving a little bit more epic this year with the epic mealtime deep fryer. Right. I you, wouldn't be surprised if there. You if, can start off your Thanksgiving with an epic breakfast. That would be like the whole day. We're just like ah, and, and then hate yourself. Yeah. And then go shopping. And then go shopping this is America. that night. And that's how we roll. Uh, just beautiful. Absolutely beautiful. Super creative. There are no limits to our creativity. We're unstoppable. Or are they? Natalie has an idea. You, you, you probably can't be this good at everything. What about fashion? That is a tall order for a very tall gentleman. Yeah. 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 They did uh, candy bacon couture on an episode of Epic Mealtime one year where they just made clothes out of candy bacon and they, they put them on very attractive women. So I was like, oh, okay, so this is kind of the the changing of that episode. Like, they're taking the, the meal concepts from their YouTube show and expanding upon them with a bigger budget. Much and it's really smart. Budget. And it's it's almost like mainstream, especially with the way the, the main event of this show sort of came off. They had actual fashion people yeah. attending this fashion show that they ended up putting on. Absolute madness. It's It's gone big. These guys have really gone big time. <laughs> the, before sending them off to kind of start this whole adventure... Uh, Natalie asked them to give their their walks on the catwalk. Of course. And we see the most unimpressive, just silly... Well, except for Josh. Josh knew what he was doing. That man is in control of himself. He's he's the most handsome of them. Most fashionable. Arguably the most fashionable one of the Most fashionable, and he's he's in the best shape. His hair is is coiffed and on purpose. 
Uh, nobody else really tries. Amir wears the same shirt day in, day out. Dave gets dressed by his wife. Right. Good, good man. Good man. Good man. Good man. We, we understand. Oh, yeah. Uh, well, although my wife does not dress me. She does know that I have good fashion taste. I am. I'm, I'm, I'm ahead of the curve when it comes to fashion. Do they kick you right back down into the curve after yes. you poke your head up? All right, good to know. Um, <laughs> so, sorry, just this whole episode is just a, a flipping. It's, just it's a madhouse. Silliness. Harley enlists the help of Kit Scarbo from. There's too many fashion shows, but she's on one of the best, Project Runway. Yes, yes. which is under the gun was uh, departure from Project Runway. Yeah, Project Runway was really the the big first it's fashion still, show it still is and now we have so many offshoots from it and i mean it, it's a from what little we've seen we saw on the show anyway from kit it's it's kind of she has that eye for the for the di- like a little bit of a different eye for it and to and to make things interesting right and so uh Har- harley enlists her help asks what food do you think would make the best fashion and she says well i think bacon would look pretty good he knew he found his winner i think she knows who he is it's she was trying to. to impress her client. Which is a smart idea. Right. They're trying to un- understand each other. They start just by kind of spitting spitting out ideas. And Kit suggests they do it uh, breakfast, lunch, and dinner themed. You know, I, I actually thought that was fairly brilliant. It's a really good idea. How do you showcase the entirety of food? You can't just have one model or one one type of, of food or idea, you've got to really go the entire length of the of the thought. You go breakfast, lunch, dinner. It breaks down all the types of foods you might use in the three very compartmentalized uh, 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 creations. Something that's easy for other people to digest when they see it. Nice. They'll go, "This is breakfast. This is lunch. This is dinner," and in their minds, that really works. And for for food couture, you can really, like, just from a fashion show standpoint, it tells the story. It tells tells a food story. It's not super complex, but it it makes sense. It's that type of stuff where you can look at it and understand, oh, well, if this is breakfast, then the next one, oh, and there's that little bit of discovery. It was a very smart idea. Right, and and a lot of fashion is season-based. So now you, you apply the same idea now to to food. What do you have? Basically, the seasons of food. You have breakfast, lunch, and dinner. It's what you have every day of the week. And Kit starts out by sketching out breakfast. It's a waffle skirt. Harley suggests like a a butter uh, a clutch or a, or a person. And like that's that's a really good idea. Like right. It's uh, then Harley started sketching out lunch, and the minute he did that, he became a fashion designer. Like that, you can do it, kids. Actually, it was pretty good. He's actually not bad at, at sketching out fashion. Well, or, for or for those types designs. of sketches, like back in a, a, a when I did uh, costuming for for school, it was it was just basic stuff so that you can get the idea across. And he he nailed that. I never did anything like that. Well, you had to win, you had to win a clutch. Like you had to make yourself look better for your matches. So you you had to just learn on the fly. I really did. I just I just figured it out. Nobody but, taught me how to do really anything. So I just went. Well, how do how do we do this? And I saw it. And I and then I spent I, the majority of how I do create what I create is I spend time literally just 
thinking about it. Like, maybe do a sketch, but then just spend time and visualize, visualize, visualize until then I act and then I create everything. My most recent jacket I made in 24 hours and it was incredibly complex. It's actually really nice. Right. It's a really nice jacket. <laughs> but it, Makes it, you look very svelte. Right. It's it's about the, the especially the cut of the jacket's got to be in where the shoulders are broad maybe a size too small. It was a what was it like a 30 36 I should have been wearing a 38 just just for flexibility but you, you, <laughs> hey, hey it's hey, an episode hey. about fashion and we're talking about fashion. This is, this is food Thank you, and Steven. fashion, and I am hungry and fashionable, and I am here today to tell you about how <laughs> I a hungry designer. the amazing things that I create, and it took me 24 hours to create that jacket because I saw it in my head, and I think that's what a lot of this is, is this girl is able to see in her head what it should be, and he was able to use his creative brain to sort of figure out what he wanted, and together they created something fantastic. And in the same respect, Harley's that same way, where you... You, you think, I want to do this, but with food. I want to make this food, but with different food. Let's let's just go and see what happens. I know how it should look like. Let's get the stuff, and we'll figure it out. There, there are two different people in sort of the same neighborhood of creation. You take something so simple as clothing or food, and you make it even more special than it should be. Right. And the difficulty is uh, getting the the food to work together to create an outfit and be an actual food as opposed to like if like prefabricated plastic. Right, right. you can't. That's cheating. You can't do that. No, especially with Epic Meal Time. So Harley leaves the prefabrication to her, the sketching, so that they can make everything on the day of. Uh, which is, I mean, in fashion, that's unheard of. But. Uh, <laughs> actually, well, actually, you're kind of right. Things sort of come together at the last minute when you're doing fashion stuff, but because of the food element, they had to sort of create it and then put it all together at once. Yeah. Or else it would have gone bad. I didn't even think about that. Mm -hmm. Boom. Fashion Easter. Breaking minds since day one. The guys are taking inventory back at the house. It's a house now. <laughs> and it's basically, they basically if live they there. live there, if, that, if that's there. where they cook, that's where they live. You could sleep there. I've been there. A lot of couches and chairs. Couches, chairs, multiple rooms. I think there was a bed in one of them. Yeah, I wouldn't be could, surprised. You could live there. Yeah, producer or, or cast bed. Yeah. Um, Harley rolls in with a washer and a dryer. Brand new. What are we? Well, like, I would hope so. Top of the line. <laughs> cream of the crop. Top cream of the line. Of the crop. Uh, cream rises to the top, and uh, they say, "Hey." We're going to make spaghetti and meatballs. And the guy's faces just kind of light up, and so did ours, really, because it's, it's one of those dreams. It's one of those stupid things you think of as a, as a kid where you go, well, that's filled with hot water, and you, you make pasta with hot water. What if we made pasta in the washing machine? But the problem is, so much soap has gone through there, you'd probably kill yourself. Also, your mom would kill you. Well, I mean, if you got to the, the, the sauce and meatball part in the dryer... Probably. Murder. <laughs> Straight but up. But there are no parents. <laughs> there are no parents on Epic Meal Empire. Who do you think we are? <laughs> <laughs> sorry, sorry, were we too loud? Sorry, we were too loud. Um, sorry, sorry, Mom. But the, the guys just throw a whole bunch of pasta in the washer and a GoPro so that we could see Pasta Vision. Let it go. It's, it's, it's something else. They were just like... Wow, this is so cool and weird. Set, set the washer to al dente. Al dente. Harley is noted as saying, cooking's fun again. <laughs> <laughs> they uh, So uh, it's ready to go into the dryer. So Dave thinks, this is pasta. 
this is the laundry. I'm going to get a hamper. And he uses a, the hamper as a colander to kind of drain out. Pasta hamper! <laughs> That's one of those tiny things where they made it seem like it was such a, an instant thing. But they, they had a lot planned. But if it was, like if it was day of and they're like, oh, this would be great if we did that. Because like Josh makes dryer Parmesan dryer sheets to throw. Just flipping them in there. <laughs> Flipping magical. They toss sauce in there. They toss meatballs in there, and and the camera again, which I hope is in like a plastic bag or something. And they just they just let it roll, and it's done, and it looks gross and beautiful. And, and the every- floor, <laughs> literally, there was just- a murder. <laughs> yeah, it was uh, sauce everywhere. It, it's a, a new way to cook. They're trying to reinvent once. different ways. <laughs> yeah, once uh, it's a new way to cook. Once they're trying to invent new ways to do. Food, but could you imagine like a mini like pasta washer and dryer on your kitchen top, where you where you toss it in like mini like little laundry, and then you just have it? Like, it would be pretty cool. Like that that'd be one of those <laughs> weird like hipster type things where it's like we're making spaghetti. I'm gonna throw it in the washer. What? What? Just huh? watch. Um, pasta washer. Uh, by the way, guys, we have to do our laundry in the oven from now on. <laughs> uh, so it's the day of the. Fa- or oh, wait, Josh, get your hair dryer. I want to make garlic bread. Guys, I don't have a hair dryer. Come on. <laughs> Yeah, I'll go get it. <laughs> Good boy. Uh, it's it's show day. Everybody's prepping up. the The great thing about their food apparel is that it's fresh. Right. It's just a quick, just a just a boop, quick fist bump. And <laughs> Harley comes in with his hair all straightened and well, washed. He had, it, he had it like me. It wasn't straight. It was just brushed. It was just it was it was, it the, was nice. Over to the side. You, you got to look civil. You got a company coming over. You got to have the hair over to the side. You have it down because you're trying to trying to look cool. You know. He, he introduces us to uh, Teddy, or as everybody should know him as Snarl Doggerfeld, right? Who is uh, his main his muse? Essentially, they met in high school. Um, their roads just kind of kept meeting up uh, along life, and they. They, they kind of came together. He has a real mind for fashion. Does. Just a little. It's this dog. It's a dog. It's it's, it's not. What, it's barely a dog. It's, it's the most chill dog in the world. It's barely alive. It's one of those, I don't think it has bones. It just kind of sat there. Did like, you ever see? There, there's a vine that go, that's going around, uh, or it's been around. There's this dog viner, quote unquote. Um, it's they play pour some sugar on me. And then they just like throw Oreos and crap on the dog, and the dog just like Ugh. it was a similar breed, is what I'm trying to do. Anyway, uh, uh. they uh, <laughs> they they the Dave's talking about how this started out as as just a real fun thing to do with friends, but then Melissa Rivers showed up, and everything became real <laughs> very very fast. They began to panic, like they don't. She's she's essentially the fashion police. Amira raises a perfectly good question. Does she have a gun? <laughs> she's the police. She sh- why is she- she's a enforcement. She's a fashion enforcement officer. Fashion enforcement officer. <laughs> that means she can use deadly force if necessary. Uh, she she compliments them on them being able to stay true to themselves. Like most most fashion people, fashion people are trying to present stuff that is popular, and they're not necessarily using their voice. They are essentially yelling. <laughs> At all of the, what their intentions for food in this fashion this is line. Who we are. We like food and bacon, <laughs> and uh, the fashion show starts. And I, I, I mean, I breakfast, lunch, dinner, and we got a special dessert. 
Yes. It was uh it was a very unique line indeed. Uh breakfast had like a, a sausage necklace. And actually um, I liked the arrangement of the sausage necklace. There was something in between the sausage links to kind of give it some space. I think it was probably like pads of butter. Yeah. That's what it looked like cuz uh, it was it had just to be it was like else. yellow beige ish. I don't know. Um there was a uh, a pancake bustier which was silly as all hell. A uh, uh a bacon cuff with uncooked bacon too. It looked raw. But Wash your hands. Whatever, and uh, a waffle skirt. Waffle it was. Skirt. It it actually it came together. It, I mean, it's not something that anybody would buy, but they they listed the the retail value at eight thousand four hundred and twenty three dollars. Pretty similar. That's yeah. You uh, know, that's labor is what that is. Lunch had a a chili bib, which was like meat and sausage and different components of what you would commonly use in a chili. Uh, a flank steak, shoulder pad, uh, salami burger tank top, grilled cheese hot dog skirt with just stuff just, like the she had like uh, um, rows of grilled cheeses coming off and in between there were like hot dogs dangling, yeah. and um, a leather fruit cuff like a like a, a fruit roll up just gross cuff <laughs> like sticky like it would be different for a guy because we got all, all the hair like I mean oh yeah it would, it would everybody has hair on their arm but it would just be like just. They like just pull out all the gross. Kind of like waxing your arm is, and then imagine eating it. Do it. Oh, oh. I don't want to think about waxing you again. That was that was a natural way for my brain to go. You're eating hair now. Dinner was a little interesting. It was it was a little it was not as complex as I was hoping it would be, and a little underwhelming. It it needed a couple extra elements at least up top. And the uh, she had rib body armor. Uh, tortilla and pretzel miniskirt, which kind of threw me uh, for dinner because that's like pretzels don't really fit for dinner. Tortillas, you know, something to to wrap all the meat right, up in. That makes sense. If you're gonna go you're gonna go dinner, you gotta go like a type of dinner. You know, they obviously want to do ribs. Go barbecue. Go. That could be messy. Go full meat. Messy. This is fashion. Fashion is messy. So are these guys. So when you put them together, it's, it just makes sense. But I think they need to stick to one particular nationality of food. If you're going to use tortillas, go Mexican. Make carne asada. Do do bell peppers. Do vegetables. They don't like vegetables, I know. But it adds color, and it adds something different. Well, that's why they dyed the tortillas. They right. dyed the tortillas fun fun colors. Tortillas. It was f- nope. And okay. for <laughs> we'll skip it for uh, dessert. There was a, uh, a but my favorite thing. This whole thing was a spork skirt, just layered on sporks that kind of gave it like an old school flapper vibe. It it, it looked it looked nice. There they was could a, have done it a little, now that I see it in my head. They could have done it a little bit differently. That would have made it a little bit better. The only problem is its movement mm-hmm. starts to get hindered. The more the more you tie these things tightly together, because they're plastic and they're hard, they don't move. They're relatively loose. Well, I mean, even but as you saw, her they were moving in like all in one piece. Yeah. So you need to sort of link them more loosely together so you get it, a more natural flow. There was the couple there. There was a couple that looked pretty good. Um, she had a licorice purse, which which actually looked looked pretty good. Um, and the uh, like the fruit strip, uh, uh, candy strip, sour bake, sour strip, 
uh, like Boussier sort and of it was, thing. It was rainbow colored, coming yeah. to, especially down the back, and I liked that a lot. Yeah, the 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 dessert was was probably my you favorite. Could, you could actually design some stuff that looked like that, and it actually would sell. But it, it wouldn't necessarily have to be made out of food, like or super vinyl, vinyl. Yeah, just something something like that. I think. Especially the, the females would find it interesting. Yeah, we're talking about fashion on a cooking show. What do you want to do about it? We're guys. You want to fight about it? The ladies were pretty. So the the <laughs> show ends with the models handing out food. <laughs> uh, handing out food. Cause it's epic meal time. It's all about eating. They they hand out hot dogs, burgers. Everybody's having. They gotta feed these fashion people. They do eat sometimes. Yeah, the, sh- I the, guess. the shows sometimes end. I mean, they're with... gonna throw it up later anyway. But hey, man. That's a just that's no that's incorrect <laughs> stereotype. Yes, the word you're let's looking go for with that. stereotype. Yeah, that's yeah. what I'm looking for. Thank yeah. you, thank you. You're welcome. Very good, very good, very good. Together, and uh, they get a review from Melissa, and it's it's you know it's I her her down point uh, was whatever you you'd figure her to say that they would never have a you have no hope in fashion no hope in fashion but her upsides actually were were valid yeah they, she had some valid points to make toward the positive end of the spectrum she gave them kudos for their originality their use of different textiles and and she saw the vision but it ultimately was just pretty dang terrible well i mean it's food yeah they did i think they did the best they could yeah, I, I think they, they did, and they, they could have done a little better in some areas. But honestly, for the first, first real outing in four different outfits composed of food, they did a pretty damn good job. Yes, they did. If they were going to keep going, they could have done better. There's going to be an offshoot to Epic Meal Empire where they, it's just fashion, food fashion. Food fashion. Food fashion for thought. And we get one last look with Teddy He's the, he's the little dog, and the ideas go in his head, and they go from his doggy heart to his head, and he just barfs the fashion out. Just bizarre, absolutely bizarre. I, you can, I can only tell you to watch that. <laughs> yeah, you can't. You that. see Har- a different side of Harley Morenstein than you, you thought you would. <laughs> he loves that dog. He totally goes into dog mode with it. And the dog is like a dumpling. Gonna be yeah. It's the same color as a dumpling too. <laughs> I hope he's never around the studio when they're doing Chinese food. <laughs> We're making a giant dumpling. Where's the dog? Where's the, huh? Oh! <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, I mean, ultimately, like, Epic Meal Empire, they just, it keeps getting better. Because, the, like, there's definitely a, a format. It's, here's the main story, but we'll start with an old Epic Meal that we used to make on the internet, on YouTube.com slash Epic Meal Time. And then in the middle, our middle segment will be either something we tease at the beginning or something fun that the guys can do as a team so you can get to see their antics a little bit more. And you get to see them as friends and as people. And with a different group of guys, it wouldn't work. Like if you put a group of people together and said, hey, we want you to make silly food, it wouldn't work. These are guys who have been together for a decade plus. These are guys who know themselves in and out, and it's it it makes for an excellent show. Not just a cooking show, but an excellent show that I think anybody can really watch. And I have to imagine they have these ideas. They have had these ideas and simply have not had the budget or opportunity to bring a lot of these larger-than-life ideas to, to existence, to fruition. And now that they are on television, like legitimate television, People are saying, so what do you want to do? And they get to go, we have this list about three miles long we've always wanted to do, uh, and now you're asking us to do it? 
We're gonna we're gonna make some really crazy. I need stuff. money for an ambulance and a brand new washer and dryer that we're gonna use once. All right. All wait, right. Wait, really? Yeah. <laughs> awesome. Just have to ask what their budget is. I'm just so curious. I'll have to ask my guy. It's probably that internet that internet money. That internet that money. That internet money. Probably. Um, they might be producers on their own show now. Yeah, probably. Probably. Yeah, that, I mean, they, I mean, technically they were producers on the internet show too. Well, but, but that was an internet show. Yeah, this is an internet show. But I mean, just credit circular. I am DB. <laughs> but uh, un- until the next show, I mean, that'll do it for us here at AfterBuzz TV. We're going to talk about the next two episodes, episode seven and eight, next week. And we hope that you join it, join us for us. Make sure to leave comments down below. Um, Hobo, where can the folks find you? God, I'm everywhere. The yeah. list the list of places to find me simply keeps growing. Championship Wrestling from Hollywood. Oh, of course, I'm their guy, so they just love me. Uh, I'm on ProWrestlingTees.com slash Hobo. Twitter, at, uh, at uh, TrueHobo. Uh, Facebook.com slash HoboTrain. Uh, with you, yeah, we're me. doing some stuff. We got the Patreon. For God's sake, we want people to make our Patreon. I want a pony. I want a pony with the <laughs> Patreon. <laughs> you can find me at twitter.com slash soapboxmark. You can find us on YouTube at soapboxcartv. You can find all of us here at AfterBuzz TV at AfterBuzz TV. And next time, we're going to eat Tim Gunn. From executive producers Maria Menunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later! The views expressed herein are those of the host only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals. 